Hey, Jim. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Welcome back to the mic. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's kind of, I mean, you weren't insulted that I was asking you to come and let's talk about your career kind of thing. No. No, no way. No. You got you got like a, a country full of knowledge in your head, man. Well, I don't know what it is, but it's it's there. <laughs> it's there. Let me do a quick shout out. I got to do a shout out to the boys at Sustainment. I'm wearing their hoodie. It's that time of year. It's obviously November. Uh, so just thank you so much for the hoodie. I got to do another shout out. Our sponsors. We got sponsors now, Jim. Oh, wow. Yeah, so today's show is brought to you by Depends. Well, Depends. Good. Sorry, Depend. Depends. Uh, so I got to do a little. Depend is exciting. Is that like a joke? Is that a joke right now? <laughs> <laughs> It's exciting to bring new, beautiful designs and ultra-soft fabrics to consumers. Help them be there for their moments that matter the most. Do you believe that? I, uh, I, Depend I believes that incontinuance... No, incon... How do you pronounce it? I don't even know. Should not be a barrier to living your best life. Instead, users should feel empowered to engage in their favorite activities without the distractions of bladder leakage or discomfort. Consumers can try the new Depend Fit Flex underwear and will be, and will be reimbursed if they are not fully satisfied. For more information... Your best comfort and protection guaranteed. Reimbursement verification. Please visit depend.com. Awesome. That's depend, eh? Yeah. Completely a joke, Jim. <laughs> Probably not far off. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. All of us. Myself included, man. I just wanted to throw that jab at there. That's all. But I'm glad that you're back on the mic. I wanted to, this is, the, we've been brainstorming our little team that we have. And we came up with a bunch of new ideas, new shows. And, and we did really well with TNT, which is the new tough. And we're doing shows about mental health. And as you know, you yeah. see it in construction. A lot of guys and girls, tradespeople all around. And, and it's funny, the more I speak to more people through Zoom calls. And, and we just spoke to somebody in Scotland, Aaron, uh, Edinburgh there. And, and we brought up, the mental health brought up. And he was like, he's seen it. He, see it, he yeah. saw it. They started becoming more conscious of it four years ago. So we got the new tough, and then then we came up with the in with the old, and we started thinking, listen, let's get the older trades to share some knowledge, right? And you do, you have you have a wealth of knowledge about out there, and and I mean, like the thing is, you got these kids that we were talking off mic, right? They think they know everything, and they don't, and they should be encouraged to probably reach out to a person like yourself or anybody else that's been in the business for a little while that has a little a few bumps and bruises, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's how we. That's how we get experience, right? Yeah. You're not always going to get it right. And hey, you learn from your mistakes. I mean, it's just, it's a simple cliche. That that's what we do. We learn from mistakes. Hopefully you learn the first time and don't do it. <laughs> Did you always learn the first time? No, I didn't. No. No? No, no. Because, you know, you get set in your ways and you just, you get, um, ah, no, that was just a fluke, you know, and you go on and do it again. And after you get wrapped in the head a couple times, then you find okay maybe i'm not doing this right do you get a little cocky if things start to go too smooth you do and you know it's um, kind of co yeah confidence cocky um did i 100 like you know when i first started and then you get that roll of um projects yeah oh this is never gonna end right this is great and then you, you do get a little cocky or you start to uh uh, I don't know if I want that job. That's, you know, it's not big enough, right? <laughs> right? It, and I, you know. It's true. It is true, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, but going through a few shitty times, recession, whatever you want to call it, slow times, smartens you up real quick. And I think what the, the, the few things that, you know, kind of smartened me up or, what, I don't even know if it's smartening up, just, 
seeing what could happen. Like there was a there was there was a few builders that I looked up to. You know, I didn't know them personally. How far I, back are we talking about here? Like when you just uh, got you know, like building? yeah, eighties, nineties, okay. yeah, more so in the nineties, let's say. You know, because let's say eighty nine to ninety two, there was the shit storm, right? Yeah, you know, um, I had just fully got into, you know, really on my own, um, and and then you know, bought a house, had a kid, you know, got a mortgage, shit hit the fan. I couldn't even go back to the trade. Because they were all out of work. There was nothing going was no on. Work. In, there was nothing. no work. It was, a, it was a hard time. It was a hard time. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then luckily I had a, you know, I had a brother-in-law that was um, working in one of the production on one of the networks, YTV. And he just happened to ask me, you know, he said, do you want to come down and build a couple offices? And they said, yeah, sure. And that just went from one thing to another. It kind of exploded. And that got me through that. You survived. Yeah, I got through that. And then and then it just went into, that's when I got my taste of commercial. I got to build a studio, which I never built before. Did you like it? Like, did you, or were you just grateful that there was work? I was just happy there was work. Yeah. But it was, I, and no, but, but you know what? I was really grateful for the opportunity because he trusted me. And I even told him, I said, I haven't built a studio. Being honest. What am I supposed to do? I, yeah. you know, but I have a buddy who I went to school with who's an acoustical engineer. So hired him, hired a friend of mine who was an architect. Away we went and we had to present to the board. And we did. We were up against big players. Big players. Or new players. And we were just these little guys, right? And we were up. I'm not going to mention who it was, oh, but no. big player. And they had actually built the facility the first time. So that was interesting. Yeah. So talking about, again, just being cocky, we went in, had our boards, you know, here's what the carpet's going to look like, here's what this is going to look like. And now when, when we were asked to do that, it wasn't only just a studio, it was a cafeteria, do the new boardroom. It was a full-on renovation of five years ago but they didn't have a cafeteria and they didn't have the studio. Um, and it was all glassed in. We called it the fishbowl. So when you kind of walk in the lobby, see everything. you could see all of the characters, whoever they are that are doing it, right? So we went in, did a whole presentation in front of 10 what, board members. Now, I wasn't obviously there for the next presentation, but um, my brother-in-law told me that the guy just walked in, $2,000 suit on, young, girl, <laughs> Wow. And, um, and just sat there. And they asked, well, what do you got? He goes, why would I need anything? I did the first one. And they said, that's your presentation? He goes, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So needless to say, we got the job. <laughs> and then I spent... Um, Five years, not t didn't take me five years. No, but you delivered on every. Uh, yeah, we delivered, and then you know for the next five years while he was president, you know, hey Jim, I need something done, you know, and then the word spread to Life Network, and they were over on the old TSN building on Leslie. I went in and did that. Toronto Film Festival. They moved way back then over to Carleton. 
I got to do that. All because of that one opportunity that just led to so much more. And my, like, Jim, tell me, at that point, was it about the skill or was it about the person? It's relationship. It was a relationship, right? Totally. Yeah. He had, they saw a level of comfort. The comfort, the, yeah, the patience, the, the interest. Yeah. All right. And, you know, I've always been one to try to create a relationship with the client, no matter who it is. Like, I want to get to know, get to know you. I don't want to talk about construction first. Yeah. I want to talk about you. What do you guys want? What are you looking for? But what are you all about? Right. Ask about, you, know, you got kids, you got this, you know, you gotta, you, you have to get, I think, personal with them. Is there a fine line though that you get? Oh yeah, for sure. There you got to balance that, right? You got to balance that. Yeah. Cause then they can somewhat take advantage maybe, but you're trying to get the inner workings of the, of the people that you're building a project yeah. for. Right. Yeah. Simple as that. But it, okay. So my question is, is that being done today by all the new, because you're seeing new GCs come into this industry the same way that you were going in there and you were looking at the big boys, the big players, and you were like, I want to be a big, play a big player one day. Yeah. But now you've got, it seems like you've got so many small players now that are forgetting about that connectivity, that personal touch. Right. Well, let's face it. They're used to swipe right, do this, you know, everything's emails. Let's text. Digital unconnected. Right. Let's do 100%. Let's, yeah. not, let's not talk, right? Yeah. With your eyes. Like, you know, you want to see the person. You want to sit across the table from the person, right? I just got a job last night. It's been four months. And I just met them for the first time last week. In person. In person. Everything was Zoom. Okay. Right? And met them last last week. Uh, you know, sit down and then did our thing. And then we had our uh, final call yesterday. So, you know, the call, it's either yes <laughs> or <laughs> and for that period of time you're <laughs> right. just sweating trying you know, to figure exactly. out what so you know schedule. you just spent four months just to hear the word yeah you know what you're a great guy but uh we're gonna go somewhere else <laughs> right and so but you know it went the other way so they wanted to use us awesome. you know, did i had to adjust the number a little bit of course which is fine um it's all par for the course part right? of the business part of the business um but you know th there's that that you you I mean I didn't get to meet them like you normally would right but I think that's part of the problem but you were you come of a like from a generation of that handshake of that in person walk through talk to them right read their body language understand the couple the person or what have you where today I think a lot of younger GCs are just trying to set up these boundaries where they stay on that digital landscape and communicate that way so they necessarily don't have to be on the job site all the time or be a part of the process, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I agree with that. I, see, I do see that. I think that's part of the problem Yeah, um, is that they're... Because I still get asked, right? I get asked, are you going to be on site? You still get asked that, huh? Again, last night. Okay, Jim, if we go with you... Are you going to be on site? Well, how do you what do you how do you answer that question? So I just said, yeah, two or three days a week. 
I said, I'll be full communication if you, you can call me anytime you want. But, you know, I will have, like, any meetings that we will have, I will meet with you. You know, the site super will do what he needs to do. And if I need to be there more, I'll be more. But, yeah, no, you... You, you signed with me, me. Yeah, yeah, and you will see me. And that gives them the, oh, okay, good, good. Like, I don't want not to see you. I, I love that you started the show talking about relationships because I think that the problem, it's not so much problems that are going on in the construction industry, is that I think a lot of young GCs are not understanding what the older GCs did or doing, that they nurture that relationship between the client first but then they also nurture and they continuously nurture the relationship with the trades, right. their team. So then they become an extension of who that person is that's selling the project to the client. So the client understands that you say, I'm going to be there two, three times a week. Right. My team, which is an extension of me and my personality and my character, they're going to be there. So it's almost as if you're meeting multiplicity of gyms on the site. You know what I mean? So it's like you're cloning yourself in a way. No, yeah, 100%. And, and, and people ask, like, can I bring in a trade? That's you know, a somebody, you know, sure. I said, it's totally up to you if you want to, but I'm not going to be responsible for them. Um, well, do you have your own trades? I said, <laughs> I said, they're not my trades, but <laughs> yes, I have trades that I've worked with for a long time. Would I like to use them? 100%, but they're not always the cheapest guys. And, I'm going to bring the numbers to you and I'm going to suggest who to use and it will, will be up to you, but I will make my suggestion to make the job go smooth. And they said, and if there's a problem, at least I have enough clout with them because we do a lot of work together that I can, you know, get them back or, you know, get on their case to get it done. You can manage them. It's, I can manage. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to manage them, right? And yeah. they know how our, they know our process. And I, I can I can tell you right now, man. Like any anything that goes wrong with the trades that we have nowadays, and there's always a mistake. Of there's always a mistake somewhere. It's construction, right? Just it's human. It's just what it is. But I can call them, and they'll go fix it. I'm not going to back charge them. And they don't charge us like they won't. And and if it's somebody else's problem, you know, like say the plumber had a leak, so I got to rip open the ceiling. You know, I got to do all this. I will just come back and patch it and call it a day. But I also don't back charge the plumber, and I make sure you know, plumber, electrician, whoever the problem started from, I don't back charge them. You don't see the value in it. No, because, you know what? He's already thing. made a mistake. He's owning it. He's owning it. Yeah. But I don't go on, okay, so there is some water damage. Stuff. I'm not going to go back and say, hey, by the way, you owe me two grand for the, you know, fixing this up, fixing this up. I don't. But that's why I have trades. But that's why you have these relationships. That right. They, I mean, it's your team. Yeah. Right? Now, look, don't get me wrong. Like, if it's... Five, six, ten thousand dollars. Well, and you know what? It's going to be a, it's it's a, a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll work together to make it better. But no, one hundred percent, it's relationships, man. And I think that's where I think that's where the disconnect is nowadays. What was your? Because I, I heard because I heard, 
I've heard that. I don't know. Maybe every, it's, single, maybe, every single job? No, when I hear, I've heard it more in the last few weeks since I said, okay, I'll come and do this. Oh, wow. And then I don't know if it's just subconscious, but I've had a couple other guys, you know, my age, whatever, say the same thing. She goes, you know, I just noticed that some of the younger guys are don't have the patience, you know. You don't have the patience to do this. They want they want the money. They want chase the money. And like, I've never you chased. You never chased the money. I don't, no. It's going to come. There's a storm. You never chased the money. No. You submitted your chase the. You know what? Chase the relationship. Yeah. That's what's going to get you your next job. But it's also the age of the client. But the age of the client for you even is dramatically dropping. Well, this is where I was going. Yes. And do I have problems with them? 100% I do. The ones that are 60 plus. Still writing checks while I wait, Jim. Let me, you know, let me get that for you. You know, Jim, I owe you, I owe you your your month's fee. I said, yeah, yeah, but it's not due for another week. No, no, just let me give it to you. That's the difference. Or the other way, and don't get me wrong, it's it's not that they're bad people. It's just a different way. You got to chase them, right? It's that disconnect. They, right. it's almost like they they're purposely building a fence between you and the client. And they're doing it on purpose. Like when you were really. Oh, you mean between, yeah, the yeah, client and the yourself. GC yeah, and the yeah, client. Like they're yeah. just like taking care of all this stuff, log in here, submit this, approve that. And where's the handshake? Where's the hello? Right. Where's the cup of coffee? Where's the have a seat? Enjoy the sunrise, sunset, that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, you were just showing me pictures just from a job recently where it's off, off mic and they're like, that's the relationship part right there. I, look, I don't mind saying that. I got invited to their daughter's wedding. Like, uh, you built the home, and then you get invited to the daughter's right. wedding. Like, what more of a thank you? And right, like I was weird. I was blown away. I was honored, flattered. Like you know, wow. You know, I don't expect it from every client. I, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't be thinking. How come you guys are not inviting me yeah. to the wedding here? What's going on? Yeah. Are we not friends? And they said, you know, Jim, don't retire because you got to build my daughter's home. Oh my god, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> Was, I want to know if, um, has your motivation to build homes changed from that first home to like the home that you are going to about to start? Has it changed or has it stayed the same through all these years? I, I think I'm more motivated. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. To prove I, something or to just, I don't know. It's just like, you know, like, I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, you know, I saw, like there's a few trades guys that, that have been with me forever and we're all the same age. Like we're all like, you know, late sixties. And, you know, I said to my concrete guy, Vito, I go, Vito, like, when are you going to hang it up, man? Like, you know, you're turning 69. Like, how did you he know, answer that? Right. And he did, and he, I don't know. What am I going to do? And it's the same, it's the same answer. We all say, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't want to sit at home. I still enjoy what I do. I feel like I'm being asked more than ever to build or to do work. I don't know. I said to somebody, I said, I think we're going to be in more demand than ever in the next couple of years. Because I want to get into that because I think the truth is that you've gone through one harsh recession, one semi-harsh recession, 
and the fiasco that's been going on with the global economy and now what's really happening and unfolding. And I don't think the generation of GCs right now, I don't know that I don't think they know what to do. I think they're scared, but they won't show it. Right. And I've, and I've said this to a lot of them, you know, a lot of them call me and yeah, and then we, and we talk and, you know, and there's a few of the younger guys that are, are they're, they're really good. They're great. They're, they have the right attitude. Like they got an old man at it. And and again, look, you know, to everybody's listening out there, like, don't think that, you know, older is better because it isn't. I'm learning a lot. That depends if it's cars. What's that? If that depends if it's cars. <laughs> True. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm learning, I'm learning a ton too from Still, the yeah. younger guys. Right. I, for sure. I mean, yeah. Am I really tech savvy? No. Do I want to be? I mean, I'd love to be, but it's just not but my, you're keeping not up my with interest. The, with the right? tech building savvy too. Right. Buildings of what you used to do back in the nineties and the early two thousands. I mean, we've dramatically jumped now to these buildings of today and you're still aware of what's going on there. Yeah. And you have to be, right? Whether that's yeah. you're seeing it on site or you're communicating with the younger trades that are actually doing all their PK and yeah. all of a sudden they're sharing that knowledge to you and then you translate that to the client and you either go to shows or you talk to brands or whatever and all of a sudden they give you the information of what's coming down the pipe, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you have to be. So it's I believe you that you're probably learning more now than you were back in the day. Right. There's more to a home now. Well, there it's is, yeah. It's totally. almost like you're building a commercial structure. Yeah. Well, no, you're actually building better than that. Yeah. Because now it's all the energy efficient. You know, it's got to be, you know, net zero ready. And that's the way we just build now. Like, do we get it certified? No. But we build the same way as a net zero ready. You know, seal it all from the outside. Do this, do that, do that, you know. And that's something I learned, right? And that's, and we now have just become a standard. I think by 2030, it's going to be a standard anyway. But so, True. Right? It's yeah. going to be, you have to. So we're already, you know, probably not going to be doing it in 2030, but. It's not that far off. It's true. You uh, got to ask Vito. You got to ask all of you. You got to ask no, the old. I'll just have to have Walker with that. We can get on to the other You can side. get Hilti to buy, like build you a Walker. <laughs> walker right? So then you can go with it. And it'll take all the yeah. weight. Well, they got all this AI stuff. So I maybe know. I'll have a robot that can carry me on. <laughs> but I, do you want to just touch upon, I guess, maybe one particular project that just stands out for you from the 90s, from 2000, from 2010 era, kind of each decade? It's like... Is there a particular project that just jumps out at you that you liked, that you enjoyed? Don't miss it on huge savings. Visit goiguide.com slash shop and use promo code TCLpodcast to get deep discounts on an iGuide system. Everyone loves swag and I love giving it away. So if you're listening and you're interested in learning more about iGuide, shoot me an email, rjohnston at planetar.com or a message on LinkedIn and I'll send you free swag just for saying hello. I've got free t-shirts and toques, and I can't wait to give them away. I've also got special offers for TCL listeners, so it's worth your time to reach out. I would say, you know, early 90s would have been probably my first, my first yeah. own home yeah. that I did. And uh, it wasn't a new built. It was a, you know, it was a reno, a big reno for, for back then. And, uh, yeah, you know what? We were, we were pretty proud of it. Um, and when we... Uh, yeah, you know, we won we won an award for it. You know, with the Toronto Home Builders at the time, um, 
first place for renovation. And then we were the, uh, when we sold it, we were the highest sell price. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood in the 90s. And then when. That wasn't even a booming economy. No, it was it like that was around 96. Yeah. And, um, and then I went and bought another property and things started to, to move again. And, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was good. Then I built, then we built a new house. Late nineties. Yeah. Late nineties. Sold that. And then in, when the show first started, then we did, uh, then I did another new house. That, those, those two that I did within the, the four years of that time were a New England kind of Cape Cod style, yeah, which were, which were nice very style. cool. Yeah. You know, for me, that was my style. And, and then my, you know, the last one in, so when you're, you're saying into the decades. I don't know, the 2010s. Or yeah, so era. then we did more contemporary and um, and then now I'm in a place where I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Really? Yeah. Don't know if I. I say that I have one more left in me, for my own. Have you built? Is it fair to say that you, you even built a log cabin? I mean, like a rustic. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah, built, you yeah. built one of those. We did that in 2010. I mean, yeah. You've done contemporary. You've done the traditional. You've done the classic Toronto red brick. Yep. Like and then all the contemporaries you've done contemporaries yeah. as well. I I think you've tackled. Uh, you've you know, done, done modern modern ICF. You've yeah. done like cottages. Like, we cot- just yeah. finished. You know, you ever keep track of how many uh, homes? I, somebody's asked, and I, I I'd <laughs> have to. I don't know. I'd have to really sit down. Well, it's like almost asking someone at your age or my age, like how many lovers you've had in your life. Like, That's a question you never answer anyway. <laughs> right. Leave it alone. Just let it alone, Leave man. It alone. Leave it yeah. alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, it's um, you know, if I had to hang them up today, I, I have no regrets, really. You shouldn't, I and mean, I don't think it's not that you should hang it up. I think that you probably still have a few more builds in you. You know? Yeah, you know what? Sure. Yeah. Um, give me something to do for a year. You know, just even one is enough. You know, and then you can give your full time to it, right? Yeah. Work with the uh, work with the client. Work with the trades. Hey, you know what? I mean, look at. I told you before. I mean, I like, I like talking to the younger guys. Um, I don't like giving them advice. I just give them my experience. If they come with a problem, and if I had that problem, I just say, "This is how I tackled it." I'm not saying I solved it, but this is what I tried to do to solve it. I don't think you can give them advice. I think you can only do exactly what you just said. It's like you're just sharing what we went through. Right. And then if it's applicable to your current situation, which I think for the most part, if you dig deep into it, it's going to be very similar. Yeah. And then you could just tackle it, right? And then learn from that. Like, you know, know, we made the mistake so that you don't, right? Moving forward. Jim, is your on-site environment changed through the years and when i say that i mean the brother and the sisterhood the way your team works has that really changed or is it almost 
if we if we had a time machine and we walked into the home that you're working on in the 90s and the early 2000s 2010 would the vibe be the same or has it changed changed it's changed huh yeah. to what I, you know what? Um, I don't even know how to answer that. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know. I just come up with <laughs> difficult questions, man. I just give them to you guys and you um, figure it out. I think it's it's the generation gap, right? I mean, most of our guys are 55 plus. Plus. And then you got a crop of what, guy, guys and girls that are coming in? Then we had, 20s, then we had, yeah, then we have the younger crowd. Okay. Not necessarily with us. We have a couple of younger you know, 25-ish, but there's a huge difference right there. There's a huge gap. Big gap. Big gap. And, um, you know, the younger trades, when we, when we you know, because we have to bring in some younger trades and deal with them so we can start the relationship over again. Yeah. And, you know, some have worked out. Some haven't. And... No, I got. I got to say it. I got to give this one guy a plug. You can give anybody a plug all you want. Take as many plugs as you want. The tile guy, Omid. Omid, yeah, guy's unbelievable. And for, and I, I got a and bone I, to pick with Omid though. Well, that's okay, you, you you praise him. I'll rip him down. Yeah, look, <laughs> I'm. Yeah. It's his his attitude and like his skill level. It's impressive for, for he's, a young he's guy. He's an old man. He's an old man. Right. He is. You know, God love him. He's uh, he's he's really really good. I'm not ripping his skill or anything like that. It's just he's pushing his body sometimes to the point that he might have problems later on in life because he is in his late twenties. He is in his late twenties, but he's also trying to keep guys like us happy. I know, right? And but I'm concerned about what's he going to be like at your age, right? That's what I'm concerned about. Probably not going to make it. Like they, you know, let, let's face it, they're on their knees. It's up a hard, down, up it's and a down. hard. Carrie knows. I mean, I watched him when he did, you know, the job for us and carrying these sheets the in there. Like, oh my Insane. god! Like, then the god, stress that, that is a young man's, it's a young man's job, right? Yeah, but it's beautiful that you know you you work with the client. You have a designer. You see these layouts. You see these tile designs, and intricate patterns and all kinds of stuff and challenges. And you probably look at him going, "Jeez, right here." And we then go. you hand it off to a trade. And they're like, no problem, we got this. Yeah. And then they figure it out. But they, they push their bodies. They push yeah. them really hard. Well, look at the framers too, right? Same cold, thing. Cold, hot. They're going into knees, it right now. Knees are shot, up and down. like Concrete, masons, roofers. A lot roof, of the hard Roofers, trades. like, you know, those guys got a hard job. You know, and then, you know, when, you know, you, you hear some guys always <clears throat> putting down a roofer or whatever it is, you know what, you can't, you, you can't put these guys down, man. Why would you? You don't do want to get up there. No, it's a you know? hard job. It's it is a hard job. Totally it's hard one of the hardest on jobs. your body and mentally. Yeah, you're on a goddamn angle. You know, hopefully you got a rope around you, right? Hopefully you're being safe, but then right. it's the extreme heats, the extreme colds. It's it's it's, it's so you have a lot of respect job. for them, right? Yeah, you, you have to. Like, mm. I'm not saying you have to, but uh, I do. I mean. One hundred percent. It's a tough job. I just saw like our nice job room. is not easy. Sorry, our job is not easy. No, construction is not easy. No, you know when, you know it's it's it is a it's a hard job, physically. It's our job, mentally, emotionally, 
I mean, sometimes you get the shit kicked out of you emotionally, right? You just get beat up. You know, oh, you did a shit dude job. You know, you did a shitty job here. You, you know, this is this sucks. You know, this guy. Oh, Christ. Like, you know. And you're yeah. just hearing it. And, and you, you know, absorbing it. But that's what you got to do. How do you move away from it? How do you get back up, Jim? I don't know, man. You got to. After a fault, how do you get back up? Because there are ups and downs in this construction industry, right? Yeah. I, you know what? I've, I don't know how. I don't even know how to, how to put it. But, you know, I don't sweat the small stuff. People do make mistakes. I make mistakes, you know, client, you're not perfect. You make mistakes. You're just paying us, but Hey, you got to have a thick skin. But in most cases, it's not personal. They're just pissed. It's business, right? Yeah. It's business. They're paying you money or paying somebody to trade, paying you to manage it. So, they can, right? I mean, that's that's part of the job. You gotta you gotta listen to the negative. It just feels like the response to a negative always feels like it's lasts longer than the response to a positive. Positive, like praising the the trade, right? Is always short lived, right? Versus reprimanding the trade right. is always extended yeah. and carried on, possibly to the next day or whatever, yeah. right? And I, I think that if more and more trades and clients yeah. and everybody that works in the industry maybe just took a look sometimes and just go, listen, there's a person there. Like that's like we're all human beings here. We all make mistakes. Everybody yeah. makes a mistake every single day. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. You don't need to just climb on and just like. Yeah, and I'm not saying, you know, I mean, there's been over the years, there's been, you know, there's been times where, you know what, don't mistake my kindness for weakness because it comes to times when you're just going to snap <laughs> when you're, when they push too hard and, and now it's, it's an insult. You're insulting me personally. Right. I pushed a guy across the table before. <laughs> <laughs> was it a big table like this? It was a table and it he was, was on the other, it was a table. He was on the other side with a wall behind him and he, his wife was with me and this was back in the nineties and he wasn't paying his bill. And he said, Oh, by the way, all those cutoffs out there, you know, when you're, when you're building, he went and found out how much they were a foot and he deducted every cutoff that was wow. in the bin. Whether it was six inches, this, he that. He just added up the linear footage. Inches, and then the, Shit hit the fan, so he he stood up and he was gonna come at me. So I pushed the table, pushed him <laughs> up against the wall. Technically, you didn't touch him. Technically, I did not touch him, and <laughs> and then I left. And then I he was around the corner from my from my house, and I came home, and you know he went nuts. And his wife came back the next day and handed me a check and said that was uncalled for. And you know what? You could see really what kind of guy he was. Treated his wife no different. Wow. And that was part of the problem that I didn't really like the way he was treating her. So you meet all kinds of people in this industry, huh? 
Have the clients changed that much over the years? Um, I don't know if they've changed. I mean, they're. I think they have this mindset of like, there's a lot of money. It doesn't matter if there's a, there's a ton of money. Yeah. And so they started thinking, I'm paying you a lot of money. I'm paying your crew, your business, a lot of money. And they are, they are, they totally are, but it doesn't really grant them to belittle you and treat you a certain way. Right. No, no. And I think you, you know, I mean, you learn that too, as you get older too, that, you know, when they do cross the line or, or do that, you can obviously stand up for yourself. Like, I'm not going to let somebody belittle me, but if you're, pissed at me then get it out say what you want to say you know either i'll agree with you or i won't agree with you or i'll explain why it happened and that's it either we suck it up and move on because still got another year of each other or six months whatever it is and if you want this place finished we all got to get along Jim, it's like, it's, it's quite the haul, eh? Like, I know you say, and we have always said this, is like, you start a project, and it's a year of physical construction, but there's still months, if not years, before that physical construction. And then there's the wrap-up period, and then there's probably another project associated with it because you got invited to the wedding, right. like that kind of stuff, right? And so it's like, it's ongoing. It's, it's, so it's, it's, does it get too long for you sometimes where you wish, I just want to get to the end. I need to see the end of this particular project. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody does. I mean, the client does too. They all, I mean, I've said it to them before. I said, look, you know what? I love hanging out with you, but I don't want to be here for the rest of my life, <laughs> right? Let's, let's clean it up, finish it up, get your decisions made, pay your bills, and after it's all said and done, you know, we'll sit down and have a dinner, have a drink, whatever. And, you know, what if we choose to become friends after that? Great. And that's it. Keep it casual. Keep it simple. There's no reason to. A lot of egos there, though, for the younger guys. Egos? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's egos, too, and the older guys, too. I mean, there's some guys that you got to deal with. I've yeah. been doing it for so long. Don't I don't even know um, if that's ego. That's just just being plain that's stubborn. That's hearing impairment right? or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, I've I, I mean, I've I've done the same thing. It's changed. You know, it's hard to change your ways. I'm not saying I'm right. It's just it's the way I used to do it. You know, if you can prove that your way's better, by all means, let's by do all it. Means, let's Rock do and it. Roll. That's what I mean. I'm open and I've, you know, sure. Some people have proved me wrong. No, it's a better way to go. All right, great. Okay, let's do it. But if you can't prove me wrong and you just trying to show off to your buddies that, hey, I'm smarter than the old guy, you know, you may be smarter in some aspects, but, you know. There might be something for the old guy. Like they might be. I think, it, look, for, for anybody that's my age and you're, you don't want to listen, then I think you're missing out. You're missing out a huge. Yeah, you're missing out a huge opportunity. Yeah, and I just think like they, just like they are, so are we. They can teach us just like we can teach but them. You know what I'm getting, Jim? Is I'm getting that a lot of these younger because we talk about that. There is that mid thirty to late forty gap of a trade, and I think the younger ones that are in their early twenties to that early thirty period. 
they're too nervous or intimidated or worried about speaking to somebody that's in their 50s and 60s for fear, I guess, of judgment. Where that's 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 a good way to put it. Yeah, no, I I never thought of it that way. But that's what I, I see. Can, I can say I see I that. See it. I see that. I mean, I've yeah. had over close to like 450 people talking, young and old. Um, are you the oldest? No, I don't think you're the oldest. No, I don't know. No, you're not. What is the oldest? You're not the youngest. The oldest, I think, was in the mid. <laughs> I know I'm not the 74. youngest. <laughs> you ain't the youngest. Youngest would have been Evan at 15 years old, right? And he started at 10. So, um, no, and I, I see it. I see them that they're a little cautious of asking. And I've told them on the mic so many times, do not be afraid. No. Because if that tradesperson is not a dick and they actually genuinely want to help you and share some knowledge, they will not think anything negative about you right. at all. It's yeah. not a stupid question. No, it's not. I mean, you can hear, I mean, I hear our own guys when they're, when they got the young guy. And he's trying to teach him something. And, you know, they'll get pissed and go, you just shut up and listen. And maybe you'll learn something. Then you can show me what you have learned in shop. <laughs> because we're not, we're not in shop right now. We're on a job site, right? And, um, and by the way, this is not your shop. <laughs> this is my <laughs> shop. My, yeah. And, it, yeah, you know what I mean? And I know when I walk in, um, there's, there's a, a couple guys that are like 25 I, and I, and, and it's, it's I only notice it now that you mentioned I'm it, that it's, it's they're, that. they're almost, you know, oh, hi, oh, oh, hi, Jim. Christ, you've been here for three friggin' years now, you know, just ask Jim. I don't <laughs> even like, I don't, I think when I first met you and I saw you, I just say, hey, what's up, Jim? And yeah. just get rapping. That's all it is. We just pick each other's brain and. Yeah. Just ask. Like, I mean, the other day I just got a message from somebody sending me a message going, here's my number. Can you give me a call? I just want to pick your brain about something. I'm like, sure. He goes, I've seen you. So I go to this particular bakery for my Portuguese natas, right? So pistache natas. And he goes, I see you there all the time, man. You going in there. Like you, first of all, don't see me all the time because I'm trying to cut down on the weight and stuff like that. So you <laughs> only see me some of the time. He goes, I'm always nervous about coming up to you and speaking to right. you. And I'm like, there should not be that. No, you should just approach me. I may not be the happy-go-lucky Manny that you may be here on the show because I might just be off or whatever it is, but I'm still a human being walking around just my everyday life, right? Yeah. And if you've got a question, ask. Yeah. Simple as that, right? I'm not going to think anything little about you for that. No. And I'll share whatever I know exactly how you've done it. Yeah. Because that's what you've taught me is like you just share what you've experienced, right? Yeah. And it's just like, funny. What are you going to do? Take it with you? What is it? What, I mean, look, we're not solving, you know, brain cancer or anything. It's just construction. But if we can make construction easier or move along quicker, you know, why not? Why was, not help them? Was construction fun at some point? Still it, is. It still is, right? Yeah. It just feels like sometimes I, look, yeah, it, it was it, taken For out. the most part, it still is. I love the challenge. That's what I guess my fun is. I, I love the chase. See if I'm going to get it. All right. The sales part of it. The sales part of it. You love chasing the sale? I, I do. Yeah. Because I get to meet somebody, get to see what they're all about, hear what they're all about. Kind of know in the first meeting, you know, it's going to be a tough one. Right. You know, and then when you, when you ask how many people are bidden and they say six, well, and you pretty much say, well, now you're down to five. Right? 
Great to meet you. It's great to meet you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> but when you know when there's like it was only down to last night when I got it was only down to myself and another guy, and I didn't know the other guy, but I I understood he had worked for the architect before and he had worked across the street from these people and and he he did a phenomenal job. And um, so they're really the only I think. The end that I had was I know the architect and he was pushing for you guys. He was put. He says, "Yeah, just you know, if you can, just work with Jim. Work with Jim." So, and again, that's a an honor of you know very flattered from the architect. You know, saying, you know, so now he's like he's he's pushing on you to to make this thing happen yeah. and make sure that the client's happy. Because now he's putting his reputation, right? He's got a his lot of recommendation right on, the, yeah, on the line, right? Right. And hopefully you can deliver what you he knows that you can. Yeah. But you never Cause, know because we're doing the same thing when I bring you know when we bring our trades to the, to the table, we're an extension. It's right? the same way, same thing. So after you do the challenging part of getting the sale, and you've got that first day on the job site, what's the first thing you love? about that first day of construction on a new project. Don't miss it on huge savings. Visit goiguide.com slash shop and use promo code TCL podcast to get deep discounts on an iGuide system. Everyone loves swag and I love giving it away. So if you're listening and you're interested in learning more about iGuide, shoot me an email, rjohnston at planetar.com or a message on LinkedIn and I'll send you free swag just for saying hello. I've got free t-shirts and toques, and I can't wait to give them away. I've also got special offers for TCL listeners, so it's worth your time to reach out. Shoring. <laughs> Safety. Safety, yeah, because it's a huge liability. <laughs> of the next door neighbors. You love seeing kids. the shoring going on? Ah, you know what, it's just, just getting the. I guess it's the project start. The hardest part is getting out of the hole, as we all know. Yes, yeah, like you yes. got shoring, then the excavation, and then it pours rain, and you can't do this. You got to scrape the footing because you got two inches of mud, and you got to get the well, you're going soil engineer back, now. and then you know, yeah. you know, you're wallowing wallowing around in mud pumping all the time and if you're in an area like downtown toronto you're gonna hit water for sure so yeah no i mean that's that's the challenging part for sure and that's the most stressful for me even though i you know i like it let's get it done but i think the most enjoyable part for me is is the finishing of, of having these guys like you know the tile guy and you know Gary and his dad, you know, coming in doing the finished carpentry and the plaster guy and the painter and, and all these guys that are now the puzzles coming together, right? The design is this. What's this going to look like? I didn't design it. I'm just it's I'm just doing what I'm told. On right? Paper. It's another thing to see right. the trade unfolded. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty big. But I also, you know, I also enjoy when the client will ask for my advice in design you enjoy that yeah yeah you want that liability no nope. talk about shoring <laughs> talk about shoring yeah no no and i said that and i always say look this is my taste that's what i like you have to choose what you like i've said something similar and i never I say this is what i would do yeah 
I, say, I would do I, this I just, in my own home. I just say this is not my home. Right. I can That's make, right. I can make a suggestion 100%. based on what I'm seeing unfold and where the design process and the build is all about. Yeah. But it's not necessarily my home or my style or no. what I would do. And I think that's where the line is. You don't want to cross. Right. That's why I say. I don't live here. You, yeah, you yeah. have to live there and you're going to have to look at that every day. So getting out, you will get out of this industry one day. I'm just saying it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I'm probably by One day. Not today. Probably, probably not, not by choice. Not tomorrow. <laughs> not whatever. What's the first thing you're going to miss? from this industry you know the, the um meeting people the people yeah whether the client whether the trades doesn't matter the suppliers just the people the communication like they're all your buddies everybody like and then all of a sudden that, that just gets cut off stop just stops then what it's just then you're gonna be texting everybody Right? Calling everybody. But then it'll be shaking. It won't be able to text. <laughs> You'll be on Zoom calls or yeah, Skype. You'll we'll have something. some AI person that looks like me. <laughs> An emoji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because it's just, I know that you don't think about it because you can still go and keep on doing it. But I guess, the, I guess the, the thing is that, do you feel that you've left enough behind or you still got more to leave? I got more to leave. You got a lot more to leave. And I think that anybody that gets into construction, and this has been expressed several times, is we all become teachers. We start as trades, but we all become teachers. Yeah, I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's what I would hope would happen. That, and I've said this before, like we did, you know, before we started here, we were talking about younger guy, younger mm -hmm. contractors. Yeah. Why don't they go and, you know, get a guy like me who's seventy, who's sitting at home doing nothing, and say, hey. Jim there's Let no, me give you a couple little dollars there, for coming no out. Old guy contractor store. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you, then maybe that's what we need to make. You need to walk in and go, give me the old guy on shelf number two or something like that. I got a lot of questions to ask that person. No, I, I totally see what you're saying. See that sign there? That's why I started that. In with the old. Okay, man. There you go. Get a table. Get a, you know, a long table. Put us old bastards up there, load the place up with the young guys, put a bunch of mics, and just pick our brains. Would you be in the middle just having your arms out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Long hair and grow a beard. <laughs> with a safety vest on. Yeah. No, and I agree with you. I think that needs to be done, right? It's just uh, I think... Uh, I think there's a lot of older trades that want to just hand off this this knowledge, yeah. right? They, 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 look, there's there's some that don't give a shit. Let's face it. But there's a couple of the other, the other guys that I've I've spoken to it to and said, "Would you be interested in doing something like that?" Because I always thought that would be kind of a cool thing. It'd to be do. brilliant. It'd be totally brilliant. You know, it's like a round table, but no, nah, you just you know, have you'd a have a lineup to like almost a concert of all these young trades waiting to get in to go ask questions right well you put it to so many yeah of course like 50 so that you can get to everybody everybody gets you know two minutes at the mic and you know then we you know we can take off and we can all just kind of hang around shoot the shit and then we go up again like you know just do it for half a day or whatever i think it would because a lot of the questions that somebody's going to ask other guys are going to ask the same thing 
So their question will get it yeah. pretty much answered anyway, right? Yeah. But there's still going to be a hundred of questions, like right. thousands of questions. Yeah. You know, and I don't think it's necessarily about painting descriptive scenarios of what's personally going on professionally, right? No. I think it's more about generalizing about your business, how to expand, how do you hire new, how do you handle this situation, that situation. I think that's what a lot of, there's a missing guidance in the construction industry right now. Right. I do see it on social media that the unfortunate thing is it's being, I don't think ruled is the right word. It's being portrayed by the younger traits with a lot of not the best information. It's almost prescribed information. You know what I mean? It's almost like on social media, on social media. This is my bought and paid for an opinion about something I'm sharing right now versus the old guys who be like, this is what I used to do. This is how I handle that situation. And there's nothing behind me and my opinion about that. And I think that there's a monetization attached to the younger trades going forward and sharing their knowledge. That's what I mean by that. Right. They want something for it. You guys never wanted something for it. You guys wanted to take what you learned and share it. Right. And just gave, give it to somebody else. And you never had to worry about he's going to quit tomorrow and start his own business. Right. You always thought, I just shared something that I learned 10 years ago, gave it to a kid today. They're starting a new business. Here's my number. Call me. Yeah. You're going to get into a pickle another day. I guarantee you will. Call me when you get into that point, And then we'll talk about how to solve that problem when we get to it. Yeah. Versus today, what can you give me for something that I'm giving you? Get right. rid of that mindset. There's always a price to it. There's a price yeah. tag attached. Yeah. Yeah. I think they need, that's not relationship building. So why doesn't <clears throat> why doesn't this world of Instagram why doesn't somebody just get on there instead of going oh look what I built look at my pretty pictures aren't they it's amazing I, and trust me we do the same thing because yeah. I guess that's what we're supposed to do I don't know we have somebody do it for us I'm not gonna lie that's yeah. what happens but why not get on and say well you know what. Sure, this job took me two and a half years, and, and it wasn't easy. This is the shit that we ran into. Not all bells, you know, bells and whistles and it all looks great, but this is the bullshit that I went through to get here. You know, the client couldn't make up their minds. You know, you know, the first designer didn't work. Let's change that one, went to another one. You know, nobody hears that. It's not cool looking, sounding. But it doesn't have to be cool. It's what it is, and you got through it. You did it, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you learn. But, like, if you're going to, this whole thing about reality, social media is far from reality. It's what you want people to see, just like what you said. It's a filter. Right? It's a filter, and, and the unfortunate thing is that I think there's so much of a filter going on that the real tradespeople are nervous to be a part of that. Because they're they, afraid to get shit on. They'll be, see, we go back to the young being afraid of sharing or asking because they'll be picked on. And it shouldn't be that case. But right? I think even guys that are in their 50s and stuff that are a little more savvy with social media, they're probably afraid of saying something, you know, that they're going to get shit on. And because it's not going to appeal to everybody. No, you know, and because you say, "Hey, you know, this took longer because of this," 
you're going to offend somebody. But it's just the nature of the game. Look, the biggest thing, the biggest changes now that I've seen, because we talked about that earlier, is the bullshit in trying to get a permit. Well, look at that. I was just about to get into building <laughs> codes and how they have changed. I don't care about the codes right now. Sure, I care about the codes, but, you know, watching the what... The gatekeeping. The gatekeeping, as, yeah, he calls it. Watching what people have to go through. To get to get started. A friggin' permit. Meanwhile, you're waiting as a builder. You're lining up trades. Yeah, but the client is waiting. Like, the client is, you know, let's say, oh, I bought this house. They're not going to move into it. You know, figure I'll get my permit in six months. Six months? Be lucky to get in the Committee of Adjustment if you have to go in six months. Then you got, oh, the tree police that won't give you a permit until you have them you know, forestry, and then, oh, my God, you, you're six feet away from a ravine. Now you got to deal with them. Like, where does it end? Oh, you know what? I can't cut that tree down. No. But let it fall onto your house or let the roots grow into your, you know, into your new basement. Do they understand building or reactive? Look, it's all money. That's what they want, okay? That tree in another 10 years is going to split down the middle it's your city tree, and you're going to crash it into my new house. So and how would you streamline this? Is there a way to streamline this? I don't know. I don't know. We're obviously not going to hit our target of how many homes they wanted to reach. Oh, never. Right? That'll never reach that point. But that's just how it is. But the thing is, it's it's just sad that there's a lot of clients, like you just said, that are waiting for permits that are not even being approved. And permit fees have gone doubled. Insane. You know, then you got curb deposit. Don't even have a sidewalk, but you got the hoarding, it. all that. And you got yeah, you got it. Then you yeah, you got the hoarding and the fencing in. You know, if you do that, and like you should, and you know, for liability reasons, safety reasons, but. I on one job, I put hoarding up, and the city came by and says, "You got to have a permit for the hoarding." I said, "Are you serious?" Since when do you need a permit for hoarding? I said, uh, "No, you you have to, or take it down." They consider it a structure. I said, "But it's for safety." Yeah, no, no, you're you're on. I think it was on city a bit on the city property, you know, a little bit. And they go, "Well, you need you need to." Have a permit for that. I go, this is insane. Where like, was the form? Like, where do you fill that one out? It was down. I don't know. Probably I mean, I never changed it, and I never heard to get it. Monkey.com or something like that. Right. It's just a <laughs> joke, right? What's all that? I think out? it's crazy. I mean, you've had your fair share of incidents, like not incidents, of, of, of run-ins with MOL. And sure. Everybody, I mean, if you don't, then you're... You're not, you're not in the business. Yeah, that's just how it is. Right? You just got to get used to it. But I think that what you've learned is you're still treating them the same people. Yeah. You're not You're not back up against the wall and thinking that they're better than me or I'm better than them. And we're two people on the job side yeah. looking out for the objective here, which is either passing this or taking care right. of that. Yeah. That's all it is. It's all, yeah, I mean, we had a, we just started one the other day and I hadn't even spoken to the building inspector yet because we just took the house down. And apparently he... Drove by and stopped. Spoke to uh, spoke to the uh, spoke to the um, excavator. Okay, and he said, "Are you guys planning on shoring?" 
And the excavator said, well, I, I don't know, I think so. He goes, ah, don't bother. You know, there's no need, there's no need for it. it was so they called me and, and, and told me that, right? And I go, okay, well, building inspector is a building inspector. MOL is way above them, yeah. right? Like they are the law. Yeah. And I said, oh, there's no way I'm going down 10 feet without shoring. No, not going to happen. I said, I don't know where. I said, God love him that he, you know, doesn't want us to spend you know, the thirty, forty thousand dollars that it needs to be done. But I said, I'm not taking that chance. That's too risky. That's crazy. Yeah. Because we'd be if if the MOL did go by, we'd be shut down in seconds. Yeah. Right? I mean that's just sure, the Wild West, you know, thirty years ago, yeah, you might it's do different. it. Different. Right. But we weren't digging basements ten feet back then. And We're you doing, weren't building on the car garages and Right. You weren't doing... You're building an eight-foot basement that two feet of it was sticking out of the ground. You know, we weren't building up to the property line. We were away from it. There is... Never even heard of a committee of adjustment, really. You know? Oh, you shut it out six inches. Well, okay, it went two weeks. You'd, you have a hearing in two weeks. You'd have your permit and after design and everything else, probably four or five months. Wow. In the good days, the old days. The old shouldn't days. say good old days. No, no, the, the old days. The old days, was, right? right? But you went in. You went in and you saw somebody at the counter. There's my drawings, you know. Okay, that that looks good. Yeah, no, we should be good. Well, you know, we'll call you in three, four weeks. Where you go. Pay your money. Pay your permit fee, which was nothing. Nothing. Cost of a candy bar. Pretty much. It was next to nothing. Jim, all through these years, man, how do you balance your personal and your professional life? Um, one suffer? Always? What's that? Does one suffer at oh, any yeah, given for time? For sure it does. Look, if you're going to be in your own business, yeah, it's going to, you're, you're, you're still gonna, an entrepreneur. Yeah. You have to give up something to do it, for sure. I mean, clients will still call you at six, seven. Because that's when they get home. Yep. And I've, you know, I've gotten, why are you answering the phone at 7 o'clock? I said, well, because they just got home. They're not allowed to make calls or they couldn't make a call. They're, they have a job that they can't do that. Not everybody has their phone stuck to their hand, you know. And uh, I said, it's just the nature of the beast. And I'm used to it. So it doesn't. And you're putting out fires, if there is. Well, you're putting out fires, or you're just, you know, just questions, you know, because that's when they have the time to ask you the question. But again, going back, some of the younger, and I'm saying, and I'm not, you know, taking a shot at the real young. I'm not taking a shot at anybody, but um, guys, even in their forties, close to fifty. Why do? Because there's that. There's still that gap, right? I mean, fifty is. Young to me. So what are they? They're like Gen Xers. Is that what they are? Uh, I'm a Gen so X. I'm going to be 52, right? So Right, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still that there's still that difference. And in your mindset, let's say everybody, but in most of them, well, I don't answer my phone after six. 
That's a, that's a young. They don't want to do that, but yet they'll post on social. Yeah. So you are online. I saw a recent quote which was interesting. Is like shut it down for a week. See how yeah. you can handle that if you yeah. can handle it. If you can, unplug your phone for a week. And look, if you want a job, you got to go and stay out till eight thirty at night. You got to go meet them at seven when you know after dinner they put the kids to bed or whatever. You, that's your time. Whether you like it or not, sure. Would I love it to be three in the afternoon? Yeah, that'd be great. But you know what? What if there's a you know they're a teacher, a doctor, or whatever? They can't just get up and walk out of their class. Wasn't or, that the, how it was in the day when you were quoting and submitting estimates and having meetings with the clients? It was always after those hours. After it was those always hours. on the weekend. It was or always Saturday. They had time to sit down yeah. because you knew that it was going to be a two, three plus hour yeah. conversation to go through a bunch of things, and that's when you were chasing the sale. Yeah, and you're so why did you all of a sudden? That's the biggest mistake in entrepreneurship is that you stop selling the moment you got the job. Right. It's true. They start thinking about the next chase, I guess. But you still have to nurture this job that's going to be a year oh, plus. Oh, well, because that is your next job. Yeah. That recommendation, you're going to use them somehow. You know, if it's all said and done and everybody's happy, shake hands, great house, you're going to use them. Well, call this guy. Call Manny. I just built a place for him. He loved it. You know, you're going to, oh, yeah, Jim was great. You know, yeah, you should use them. That's that's your next job. Whether they're going to, whether they're giving you a job, another job, doesn't matter. But that is your next job because they're going to say, you know, Jim or Manny did a great job for me. There you go. Out goes the word. It's funny how the value of the job stops the moment you got the job. For today's GC, I th yeah, I think you know that they they finish it and go okay now I got to get another one. Mm. Finish it like finish it, leave it on good terms. Go out of your way. Yeah, throw a bottle of Dom in the in the, in the fridge when they before they move in or the day they're moving in. Get in there, put that thing in there. Something, something, flowers. You know, becomes hey. your thing. Yeah. And then follow up. Everybody okay? Get settled in. Call me in a week if you need anything. I'll be in. We know there's a few little things that need to be done. Like be the, you know, proactive. Don't let them phone you up and say, oh, I got a list full of deficiencies. Well, you know that's coming anyway. <laughs> Actually give them the form. Say, fill it out. Tell me what it is. Let me know. Let me know. I'll take care of all of it. We'll just do it. Yeah, we'll come in. We'll blitz the house. We'll bring all the trades in in one or two days. Don't and change your expression. Don't change your attitude. Don't change anything. It's get it part done. of the job. Yeah. Get I live there. across. I live beside a guy that I built the house. I live across the street from, from the guy. one that I built the house. There's another one we just finished that I just that we've just finished in there, and I see it there every day. I just passed them on my way here. They're coming. Hey. You know? How would that be if you guys didn't get along and took care of everything? It would be the most uncomfortable what thing. What does that say? Like if somebody's, um, when we were going through through the job that I just got, they were asking, you know, can you recommend people? And I said, yeah. I said, why don't you call my next door neighbor? He goes, what? I said, call my next door neighbor. My next door neighbor, my neighbor across the street. Yeah, my I said, call my next door neighbor. I said, I live beside him. Have for last four or five years. <laughs> I said, guy across the street, you know, 
since 17. He said, one down the street. <laughs> He's been there now for a year. Or uh, he just moved in, like we just finished it. And there's one just a little further past him. Oh, right. And then you walk a block over here, and then there's three more that I had that we did. And they all walked by. Hey, Jim. What's going, going on? You know. So if you can live in the hood. <laughs> and now, there, now there is one over somewhere else that you would <laughs> just wouldn't <laughs> do it. But don't talk to that yeah, one. There. Don't that's, to that all. that's a different story, but different chapter. Mm. What's your... Uh, What's your legacy, man? Have you thought uh, about that? I don't know. How do you describe that? You've been in the game for almost 50 years. Yeah. I don't know. It's like to be known as a guy that, you know, gave something back. That's all. Well, and, and that's why I say I don't, you know, when somebody calls me, I try to give them as much time as I can. You know, it's... Number one, I'm flattered that they're calling me and asking me. For sure. You know, hopefully I can help you. Yep. You know, but, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe you got to get your crew to do it. Do what? To kind of, what's Jim's legacy? All right. Get two cents from everybody and just go, okay, so what's it about? What's the first two words that you think about when you think of Jim Carrick? Right. I'm sure they'll have a lot of positivity to share. Yeah, that'd be nice. Probably a few little four-letter words in between. Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think we, we, like, I mean, I didn't want to keep you too long because I know you're a busy guy, but it's just like we, we I, you've, you've accomplished so much. I mean, outside of just being in the construction site and the job site and the TV thing and all kinds of stuff, but I think it's the biggest thing is that you are more than willing to share the knowledge that you have. Yeah. You're not one of those trades that want to just keep it and leave it with yourself. That makes no sense. So anybody young or old comes and asks you a question, you're going to give it up right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's valuable knowledge too, because like you said earlier, it's not about advice as much as about what you went through right. in that particular situation. And I'm sure that you might get stumped one day because I don't think you've gone through everything. Oh, no. It's just you are older trade. I no. think that you haven't gone through everything that's associated with construction. Yeah. But there's going to be similarities, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be, I, you know, I, I'm not saying I feel sorry. That's not the right word. But it's going to be challenging for the younger guy moving forward. In the next few years? Because they're going to deal with the same personality they are as a client. <laughs> right? It's very true. So how do you, so you didn't, you didn't have to deal with that. Your clients were away and you were away, a right. person, a kind of person. Right, but I think there's, and again, this is our own fault when I say like my generation's fault and you know, the boomer's fault creating a generation of giving everything. Mm. And you want that. Like, you know, just like my parents said, oh, you know, I don't, you know, we want you to get a good job and everything else. Okay, well, the good job to me was a trade. My dad worked, you know, at 
Canada Packers, right? And because that's after the war, that's, that's where you go. You, wherever you can get a job, yeah, you go. That's what it was. You know, and, and you know, that's loyalty. He stayed there for 40 years and that was it. He retired and called it a day, right? Same with mom. You know, she worked at Sears. That's just what they did. You know, say, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a tradesman. It's, that's what I can be, right? But that was the thing in the early 70s, 80s. There was a run on being in the trades, right? Yeah. 80s. 80s, I would say, all the way until after the recession. I think the recession shifted things a little bit. But then the computer thing started in the mid-80s. And you get into the 2K and then things started changing. And now, I guess today, blue collar is not the career choice out there. Nope. But you're getting a lot of people talking about how it's going to be the choice in the next little while. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Like you're probably making more money than your buddies that went to university. And it gives you a doorway of, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can. Why not? Right? Is it is it challenging to see these younger clients that don't even know how to swing a something simple at their own home, hang a picture? You see more and more of you it. You see more of that, right? Yeah. A lot more of that, which I mean, I'm sure that you've seen it and I've seen it and all kinds of like, you fix something. But who do you blame? Something. No, you don't. Yeah, and there's not even a blame. No. You, it's... It's just not taught. like, Or it's not like, absorbed from them. Well, it's not absorbed, but if you're not doing it. My old man, like, was really handy. You know, we did the cars. We did everything. Like, you know, he took the motors out, did that. Like, you had to back when he was a kid. You know, they didn't have any money no. to fix the tractor or do this yeah. or do that, right? I mean, so we just learned that. You know, the old man made two ramps that would, you know, probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Made out of two by tens, and he'd run the car keep up, and keep he'd, 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 he'd keep coming, and he'd change your own oil, and you'd do all this. But we, that's what we learned, you know. And then we go get the kitty litter. Go get right, yeah. You know, then you then you did you paneled your basement with that shitty paneling that everybody had that was, you know, fake wood, and put the foil on the walls. Rolls that every so often, right? You know, but you learned how to work with your hands. Yes. And then, you know, then you just went on from there. But, you know, I think as as generations, more and more and more, you just didn't do that. Now, we didn't, we had shop, but there's no shop anymore in most of the schools. So I don't think that's the learn? solution. I don't, th- I know a lot of people have talked about that's the solution is to get it back into the schools. I don't think it is. I think it's get opportunities for the kids. So get them on job sites. Get them yeah. next to people like yourself. Right. So then that's the opportunity. Because I think being next to you on a job site. But that's going to start like at 12, 13, 14, I think, you know, to, hey, you know what? This is cool. This is good. Yeah. Let's face it. There was a little bit of a run for trades when the shows came out. Totally. Everybody wanted to wear a tool belt. You guys Everybody made it said, look cool. You know, it was cool. Yeah. Look at that. Look at you, you fix. Look at the design. Look yeah. what you built. Look how happy they are. Totally. But then it went all the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think. You can say that and I'll agree with you. It has gone all to shit. shit. It's all just about uh, installing bad toilets, I guess. But don't call reality anymore because it's not. No, it's far further. But I don't think they're actually looking towards that. I think they're going back to Instagram where it's like, it's a different version of shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like nobody ever shows... 
the bad. They only show the good. Show, yeah, you gotta and show. I'm like, you gotta show, show the, the shit. progress. Like show that this didn't work out or that didn't work out. Show that I don't know the day got screwed because our guns failed or some shit like that. Yeah. And it feels like shit. We couldn't get that last wall up or yeah, something. Show like. the show the show the the engineer coming, and you're ready to put up your you know your last form. You got all the grid up. You got all the rebar up, and he comes and says. You got the horizontal on the wrong side of the vertical. Quickly turn digital measurements into efficient gains for your business. With iGUIDE, you can turn around DWG floor plans within 48 hours, easily share project files with partners, and create 3D walkthroughs for your clients. Stop struggling with inaccurate measurements, manual processes, and inefficient project planning and collaboration. Discover how you can boost productivity and cut costs with a virtual demo. Visit www.goiguide.com forward slash AEC to connect with an iGuide specialist. Oh, trust me, it's happened. Seriously? Yes. Yes. On the wrong side of the vertical? We had the whole thing done, and I and I warned, I warned the guy. I said, look, I said, this engineer, I said, really nice guy, but I said, he wants what he wants, and he will make you change it. Nah, 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 Jim, you don't know what you're talking about. Sure enough. Does he have the numbers that are calculated to show the difference? They asked. They said, what is the difference? Yeah. And he explained it in engineer language that, you know, the strength changes. As soon as you move that bar onto the other side, you're taking the strength away or the kind of strength that he wanted wasn't there because it was on the wrong side. So, so instead of being on five eighths or three quarter on this side, it's had to be on. the So other I guess side. you're moving it. Technically, you're moving it an inch and a half to the other side. Yeah, that's the span of difference, right? Yeah, but in a eight or ten inch. Oh no! So these were a wide either twelve or sixteen. Oh, these twelve. Yeah, because we're doing walls that we're going down twelve feet. So we get now we're going to twelve inch walls, right? So it's a double. So is that panel, right? the problem with the gardener with all the concrete peeling off and the rebar is right to the edge? No, I just think the salt and shit for the last <laughs> thousand years that that thing's been up. Don't worry. They're knocking it down piece by piece until it's going to be completely gone and it's just going to be a sea of congestion. Already is. There was a friend of Carlito that gave me a photograph of an empty gardener, black and white, beautiful. And I was because he knows that I've always spoken about traffic. And I was like, you're never going to see that image ever again. That's never going to exist in our lifetime. No. Toronto's known for traffic. Oh, now it's... Makes down, it hard for construction. Yeah. yeah, like get around, right? Not even talking about Eglinton, LRT. Yeah. Those, those choice letters. Right. It's just a mess. But it makes it hard for construction to get around and run a business, right? Yeah. Then there isn't even... Like we haven't even talked about... We're going to wrap it up soon, but we haven't even talked about just the business side of the business the business side of the business i think everybody as much as they're doing the filters and they're trying to show themselves as rock stars of construction on social media because they can't get on tv for whatever reason i'm looking at tv and i'm not seeing any new faces but they're showing themselves as rock stars on on social media nobody's sitting down and talking the business side of the business 
nobody's explaining what to do, how to run it, because that's probably more than swinging the hammer to run a successful business. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a lot of hats. Yeah, for sure. But it's not glamorous looking. No. Swinging the pencil. Yeah, or pushing the pencil. Pushing yeah. the pencil or the keyboard. Yeah. And understanding, adopting new technologies and how to streamline things. I love having more and more slightly younger trades in, in the show here, and they're talking about what software they found, what they're doing, the systems they're putting in play. The systems, yeah. It's, it's, it's inspiring. It is. It. Like, the systems are great. I mean, you know, I, look, and I'm one of those dudes that hate the systems. <laughs> right? You still got a Commodore 64. I know. I get right? It. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I go to Staples and I buy the, the carbon paper and I do my invoices. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I still have sound. a few trades that actually do that. And I'm not kidding. Really? Yes. They write their name of their company on it. They write everything and then they hand it to you. And even I go, really, come on, guys, serious? No, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. You know, so, yeah, no, I mean, the systems are great, but you also can go overboard on the systems. Or rely on them too much. Yep. Then it becomes like a spider, a digital spider web, and you can easily miss something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've gone back when, because we... I'll just say we work on Procore, and um, and I still like just doing shit with a my little calculator. Got my pad of paper, and I you know I'll check things to make sure you know, and I find mistakes doing it the old way. I'm not saying that it's I'm finding mistakes all the time, but I can because I can visual, I can see it, I can understand it better. Yeah, right. And then we. And I can see how it can be confusing for a client too. Like, you know, we have 200 items on our budget sheet. It's daunting to look at. Right. But it's a big home. It's a big home. There's lots of trades. And I mean, the simple part of it is if there's no number in that box. Simple as that. I didn't price it. And if it said allowance, that's exactly what it means. It's not the number. You haven't told me what you want yet, so. Communication. Yeah. When was the last time you tinkered around your own place? My own place? Yeah, or you don't tinker around your own place. No. You call in the boys. I call in the boys. <laughs> I tinker around on the bike, man. <laughs> the bike's away now? No, not yet. Uh, it, I, it's, I mean, I got to start thinking about putting it away. Did you go away on 13th? No. You didn't go? It was I won't go there. No? No, it's, it's, t it's too it, busy. It's too busy for such a small little place. You can't get in. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean, I've done it, been there, done it a million times. Done Daytona, done Laconia. It's getting chilly and, now, you know, though. Yeah. I just you know, find I wanted know. to do Sturgis, but, you know what, I went through Sturgis when it wasn't Sturgis, like when it, when it wasn't, you know, yeah. a million people converging on a town that's 5,000 people. Is that... An age thing because I'm getting sick of lots of people around me these days. I, I think so. Is that what it is? Yeah. I was just talking about it today, actually. And I said, you know, I don't know if I'd want to go to a U2 concert with 45,000 people jammed in one 
place. Golf ball. I right? know. The sphere or whatever it is. Like anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't, yeah, this is completely off topic, but it's, it's the way the world's become and what's happening now. They're almost afraid to go somewhere, which is terrorism. You know? It's scary. Yeah. You're scared to go anywhere. You're afraid. Now, I don't know if that's an age thing or whatever it is, but yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I got my chosen friends. You know, we hang out. It's all, you know, to me now, it's all, you know, you're, you got grandkids and family, right? So that's it's a different group of people. Yeah. So that's what I look forward to is getting them all together and have them all screaming and yelling through the house. And that's probably another reason why I don't want to fix the house because they just go destroy and, it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but I've always said that the house should be worn and torn. It's supposed to be. Lived in. It's not a museum. No. And. Yeah. We build museums. Because nobody wants to use their, (laughs) you know, $15,000 stove. Because, oh, (laughs) Jesus is going to get a little bit of oil on there. A little grease is going to happen. Do the clients use? No, they don't really use it. They, They show it off. They photograph it. Uh, you know what? The one, the big one that we just well, we just finished that. No, they use it. They use it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They use it. Was and that the monstrous happy. one like that other one that I saw way way back? That big. Uh, that big. Well, he uses that. He uses that, but oh, he's yeah. a chef. Right? He, lo- he you know, He's not like a chef chef, but he's a yeah for himself. He dabbles. Oh he, yeah, he cook, you know, he, yeah he's crazy. How I know, but that was burner made. after burner after burner. Twelve like, feet of stuff. Oh man, he had a. Five, he had a 60-inch, a 48-inch. Do you remember the BTU on that? No. It had to have been, what, 300 or something? Oh, it's a, like it's huge. Yeah. And then and then the fan, like the fan we had to have built, so it it's was, a 12-foot yeah, fan. Yeah. And then he had it 20 feet away outside, a whole nother, you know. Oh, the had, outdoor kitchen. The outdoor kitchen. You had the egg and then, you know, the cooking here and barbecue and were you invited to that wedding yeah there was no wedding. <laughs> he was already too old to get married <laughs> the kids the kids man yeah. um no it's good to see you bro yeah no just yeah. shoot the shit i know you always have something to say about construction <laughs> <laughs> something to say <laughs> and the contractors in construction yeah. you know and what's going on in construction and uh, that's all. You know, I just like, it's it's interesting what's been going on in the last little while. Yeah. We're never going to hit these targets. We need more people to come into the industry. We yeah. need to train more people in the industry. Yeah. We need some younger trades to look up to more older trades. We need to fill just, that gap. Yeah, just change, change. And I'm not saying much, but other than, you know, just kind of change your attitude a little bit and understand what you're, you know, what you're trying to create, what you're trying to build. Because you are trying to build business. You know, you're going to get build a business if you build relationships. It's really, that's, that's simple. That's it. Simple as that. It's it's really nothing else. Yeah. If you don't build relationships, you're not going to have business. Period. But everybody's so focused on. Don't chase the buck, man. But they're building themselves up, Jim. They need to build their equity, I guess. You know I just find there's a lot of selfishness in construction. Well, I think going back to what I was saying earlier, and maybe I didn't even got sidetracked, but um, yeah, when I was saying, you know, my dad 
taught us this, this, and this. It's entitlement. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, with my own kids, oh, I don't want them to pay for school. I don't want them, I want to make sure they have this. I don't, want them, I don't want them to want for anything. We created it. So that's what's out there. So we can't, can't fault, can't fault them. Can't shit on them all the time. No. Right. When we're the ones that didn't let them do anything, gave them everything. Right. It's, it's a little scary because I'm, I know that you're conscious of all this stuff as, as well too, is, is I read somewhere recently that the kids of today, I guess the ones that are in their twenties and late twenties, early thirties, they will need $30 million when they retire. That's how much money they will need in Canada on the way that everything is going right it's now. It's going. First of all, we, we know it's for a fact that they can't even purchase a house without the assistance if they can get the assistance, right? Yeah. And when I say assistance, I mean the divorced parents and whatever other money that's in there, right? But by the time that they get to retirement age, they need $30 million to survive their retirement years. Yeah. So the thing is that they're expecting such a huge population to stay working much longer because you're then, aware of this, the Freedom 55 days, right? Yeah, well, that's that doesn't right. exist. It will never exist again. So you get to 65, you get to 75. Realistically, you're probably still working yeah. because you have to. Because the thing is, you will need this $30 million amount to survive the rest of your years. Yeah. Which is a little scary in Canada, how we've been put in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I look at my kids. I, I don't think they're going to be able to help their kids. That's a challenge. With the down payment. Where I did, you know, boomers, okay, we had a bit of money. Here's a deposit. Away. Here's a deposit, yeah. you know. Hallelujah. I don't think they're going to have that. I don't think that's going on right now. Because I think, I think a lot of you guys, a lot of your generation is thinking, I need to hang out to some of mine. Well, if we're going to live a little longer, like, yeah. Well, we are all living longer. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the truth of it, right? So it's like past the retirement years. So it's a little, it's a little scary. It is scary. So I guess you get these GCs that are younger trying to make as much of a buck for a shorter period of time and not building the relationship. Yeah. How many homes have you built, Jim, for the offspring of clients that you built homes for? Like well, that's not said of a lot of GCs in right. Canada. I don't know how it is in the States, but yeah. you've built homes for people that weren't born yet. Right. At a certain point, right? Or yeah, you, we're being you, asked now. Right? Yes. Did, did, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Like, that's a huge compliment, right? Yeah. yeah. That says something to the value of what you brought to that client years ago. Oh. Yeah. Years ago. When you were doing that job, you were just of the mindset of, I'm looking forward to this. This is a challenge. I'm going to pull this off. The last thing you were thinking about is, I'm going to build a house for that kid, kid that's running around in a diaper right now. Right, yeah, exactly. And now you fast forward to today, and you are building that house for that kid right. that was in a diaper. That says something. Now, now I'm in the diaper. And they're not. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet, man. Let me. I got. I got two. I got uh, ten uh, questions. Two yeah. or ten new questions nowadays, right? Oh, so okay. I want to ask you these questions and see. Don't worry. There's still a car question in there. Um, you want to share any information or anything like what a shout out or anything like that or email? Oh, good. You, uh, yeah, so yeah. you want to get a hold of him? Just get a hold of him. I guess you just try yeah. it out. That's yeah. it. Uh, what everyday sound? Oh, things? remember. So just my personal. Instagram. No, no, I don't want you to give. No, us no, 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 no. I'm saying my personal in Instagram was hacked. Long. You told exactly. So and you still didn't uh, pay the ransom. No. 
No, no. So if there, if you see a Bitcoin up there, that is not it's got me. nothing to do with you. No, no. So you didn't play that game either. I'm gonna start a. I'll start another one soon. Yeah, yeah. Don't play that game, man. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, what everyday sound brings you joy? Sound of a 1996 fat boy churning. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite beverage? Um, gonna probably take a lot of flack for this. Why? Rosé. No, there's nothing wrong uh, with rosé. Chilled. Rosé all day. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. What is your least favorite tool? Oh. Hmm. A uh, concrete saw. Quick cut. Quick frames. What turns you on creatively? Design. Yeah. Do you like the homes of today? Of today? Yeah. I didn't. But now yeah. I but now I am. You've grown? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The simplicity is harder to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you just do reveals, everything else around instead of doing some cool casing and all that. Because you can cover stuff up with crown molding and all that kind of stuff. You can hide a lot of stuff. It looks cool. Or if you like that ornate stuff, or you like traditional. Anybody building like the Toronto classic home anymore these days? Like uh, this one, now I'm, I'm, I've started. I'm, it's going to be a very classic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very. I'm really forward to doing it. Yeah, it's pointy called, gable kind of thing. Not like very, like just you know box. Yeah, like simple. It's, it's simple. Yeah, like Toronto, you know, North Toronto classic white brick. Yeah. Ontario size or larger? So this Elongated. Is no, no. Okay. It's, it's kind of rustic vintage look. It's called Old Texas. And you can see the... The clay? Coming through it. It's First. very... Yeah, it looks... Once it goes up, it looks like, oh, yeah, this thing looks like 150 years old. It looks amazing. Bricks from Canada, U.S. No, or no, Europe? From U.S. U.S. Okay. Curious. Old Texas, I guess, Texas. Oh, okay, so they're called Old Texas. Yeah. yeah you never know. Might yeah. be some Italian company or something like that. Yeah. Just try crack the market. Yeah, it took us four or five months to get them. Got to order them. Yeah. One boat carried Twice over. the price of a regular brick. Does it look nice? It looks amazing. What word or concept do you find overused these days? <laughs> we were just saying it the other day. Oh. I'll come back. It'll come back. To It'll you. come back to you. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> that one's always going to stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's everybody's favorite. So, <laughs> what's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Hmm. Today, the Audi. Which one? RS six. The station. The one that looks like the station wagon. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Fat, huh? It's fat. Like in a good way. Yeah, I think it's like 675 horse. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane, I know. Yeah. Yeah, love it. <laughs> what do you miss from your childhood? Um, uh, you know, I don't know. Going and just 
hanging out with your buddies and not worrying about anything and, you know, going home when you're told when the lights come on, go to Hyde Park and not have to worry (laughs) about anything, riding your Mustang bike with the banana seat. seat. I was just going to say the banana seat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Any little stab from the pedal when you misstepped? Yeah. Misturned? Yep. I know. Yeah. Those scars on the shins are there for a reason. Yep. If you could master a skill outside of your own expertise, what would it be? I'm actually curious. I don't think I asked you. If you didn't build all these projects, what would you have done? You didn't get into trades. I don't think, I mean, it was, I was going to be, um, I wanted to be an architect. So you were getting into the industry regardless. Regardless. But the only thing that stopped me from doing it, couldn't do the school. The schooling. There's no way I was doing it. I knew I didn't have the patience. It just seems like a lot of architects now didn't even seem like they went through the school. They're leaving everything on your doorstep to build it. That's a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But if you could, it's in the fine print, right? (laughs) I know. As per GC, as per trade, or what? As per, I know their responsibility. It's almost like a stamp. Yeah, it's just put in there. But if you could master a skill outside of your own, what would it be? Mason, you'd be a mason. That's you got to be pretty skillful to put those things in. Not a bricklayer. No, a mason. A mason carving. Yeah, chiseling. Yeah. No, no, I know. There's a difference. We need more of them. Yeah. We need a lot more of them. Uh, word or concept that come to you? A which? A word or concept that's overused these days that it come to you. Oh. Is that what it is? No, 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 no. I mean, remember I was asking you that one question and you're like, Oh, the word. What um, would people, what are the cool kids saying these days? No, it was a thing that every, like Dan and I were talking about the other day and we're, we're sick of hearing it because you, you just, um, it is what it is yes oh i can't stand that one that that it, it is what it is it is never just what it is it never is oh that's all we hear now is it is what it is every kid yeah. every person says that now i'm yeah. like don't say that anymore yeah because it isn't and we can change it yeah last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at those pearly gates Welcome, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Jimmy. Welcome, Jimmy. Pleasure seeing you again, bro. Thanks so much for making the time and sitting down, man. So all the best the rest of the year and uh, and what's going on for a little while. And then we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Well, let's get the the old guys all in in a row. I'm game. I'm totally game. As long as you're in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're in the middle. And I'm sure the rest of the guys will probably give you a robe. Just put this on for a second. Yeah. Be like the Indian wedding again. That'd be good. That kind man. of thing, man. But thanks so much, man. I really it's good to see you. You're welcome. Okay. And appreciate being here. Thank you. And then if anybody can get a hold of you or find out how to get a hold of you, just reach out if you can. Or if you see you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go up and just say hello, man. Just yeah. say hello. That's all it is. For sure. For sure. Simple Always, as that. Uh, yeah. More than happy to. Awesome, Jim. All right. Thanks, man. Angelina, okay. we are out of here.